grilled cheese and tomato soup chips. My left foot. Epilepsy Awareness Month. I like the nightlife. I like to improv. And I don't know what I'll say. <laughs> One, two, yeah. three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh. oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. We ride on the bench. We snack on the bench. And we procrastinate on, on the, the bench. bench. I like forgot what I was going to say next. Usually like most of all, like we oh. procrastinate on the bench. I just but, was, I was like, do we say we everything? Procrastinate either is fine. Either. Listen, tomato, I, tomato. I've got. Oh, that's a good one for today's snack book. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Preview teaser. Oops. I have a quote, and I'm going to read it right now. I'm All not right. even going to dilly dally. This is a, a writing based quote. I realize we never say what it is we're doing or why. We write on the bench. Okay. So okay. sometimes we write, and yeah. sometimes we do other stuff. And other <laughs> writers inspire us, and that's why we do a quote every episode. This is a great writer. Yes. That we should all heed his warnings on life. Okay. If people cannot write well, they cannot think well. And if they cannot think well, others will do their thinking for them. <laughs> George Orwell. Nice. Bam, everybody. Not going to talk about the world, but I am talking about the world just by saying that. And just let that sit with you a little bit. What if bit. he was still alive? He'd be like, fuck. I know. 1984. <laughs> God damn it. You thought it He'd was be like be bad. social media. I called that. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. we're all mm, oh well. But yeah, George Orwell, superstar, nineteen eighty four. If and you haven't read it, please yeah, do it. Get on it. <laughs> what the hell? Where have you been? Did you live through school? Also, like it, it does make a big difference. Even if you don't think you're a good writer or or like good with words, like you can be a good storyteller. Like in you can get there. But it's you know also I mean? just about being able to like Think. articulate yourself. Yeah. So it's a sort of like, can you articulate what you're thinking? If you can't, then other people will do it for you, which yeah. is so true. Because like, you know, we're able to like say what we think, write what we think. But it comes from that, right? Absolutely. I don't know. I think it does. Oh, no. I For sure. Stop disagreeing with me, Trisha. I disagree with you 100%. Why have I created an adversary? I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm such a bad guy right now. I'm tired of being the bad guy. It needs to yeah. be you. No, just, it's my turn today. to be mean. My yeah. turn. It's my turn. You can do it. <laughs> so, everybody, you know, we're doing stuff. We're here <laughs> yeah. on the bench. I don't know what we're so, doing. October was a lot. All the horror was a lot. And it always is. Yeah. And it is so rewarding. It was. It and was. yet it is also exhausting. Yeah. And we put out two episodes in one week, and then we were like, Woo, we're we have a little take tired. a break. Yeah. So, Trisha was burning the midnight oil with her little <laughs> hands drama. on the mouse. <laughs> my little hands on the mouse. I don't know. I have little hands. I don't know. Your hands. <laughs> you smell were like just... cabbage. <laughs> oh my God. So, I just watched So I Married an Axe Murderer again, like recently, and I was telling you about it. Like, 
There's so many funny lines. And in a recent episode, I kept saying... It was like episode 68 or something. Yeah. I just re-listened to one of them. Yeah, I was like, I like the nightlife. I like to boogie. that's what it was. And you're like, it's a song. I was like singing. And I'm like, no, it's from something. And it's from So I Married an Axe Murderer. (laughs) And that movie is so funny and it still holds up. I like when he does this little like performance art thing. Whoa, man. Yeah. It is prime '90s shit. Like if you want to, his best. Go back like, to the, like pre Austin Powers. Yeah, and yeah. he's just like letting his weirdness out like a little bit at a time. I love in that. that, dude. My kids are really in the Cat in the Hat right now, and he he's did the Cat in the Hat where he the he plays them like in the move the live yeah, action movie. I've seen that, yeah, yeah, and like I'm so happy to like watch that over and over again. He that so movie funny. is so funny, and there's so many funny lines that I think. I say from it that the I didn't expert, realize. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, because there's a whole thing with his Scottish family, and they're like they call the the, the younger said he'd he's a head like a basketball, like it's <laughs> gonna go cry in his big fat pillow. <laughs> it's just so. It's the, everybody go watch that movie again and if you haven't seen it. He plays his own dad, right? He plays yeah. like double characters. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And the lady that's in it that plays his mom is like this amazing actress that was in like my left foot. Yeah. And she was like the mom in that. And like, she's, she's like incredible. Is she Irish? Well, their family is Scottish in the, yeah. sh- in the movie. Cause I think that's his yeah, but background. In my left foot, weren't they in Ireland? I think she might be Irish Yeah, and it's a slightly different accent. I don't want to offend anyone because I know that's important <laughs> and I have some Irishness in me and so do you. And so we don't want to be disrespectful. You probably have more Irish than I do, actually. I have a little bit more. You're a Patty. <laughs> I'm a Patricia. <laughs> You're like a my Patty. Last, my last name would have been Harnden if like my dad hadn't Harnden. been adopted. Like Patricia Harnden. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a very like I like forgot Irish that your Catholic. dad was adopted just now. Well, his stepdad adopted him. Okay. Like when his but mom still. remarried because his dad was a piece of shit. Let's just be real. Let's just but, talk about it like how it is. Yeah. So, but there's when, some people that don't step up and we, you know who you are, yeah. but you don't listen to our podcast because yeah, well, everybody listens to our podcast. It's really nice. And they stop. But up. Uh, there's a, there's a, I need to probably do like some answer ancestry shit on this but i'm just too lazy um until my daughter has that project in school that's probably when i'll get on that shit for my dad's side of the family but we are related to someone with the last name ennis and there's an ennis ireland oh yeah yeah and um yeah so like sean ennis from stories of your and your i don't know if he's related to me somehow but cousin friend best friend i don't know maybe i didn't get that sweet velvety voice he has but you know oh my gosh my mom listened to that and was like oh that was like a like my mom and dad listen to audiobooks a lot like they they just love it they like put one in every time they drive somewhere they're like they love like crime audio drive i mean apple doesn't fall far with the tree on that one like they listen to that and then like my mom, so they listen to a lot of audiobooks, and she's yeah. like, "That guy was so good; it was like listening to an audio." They should listen to his podcast because he literally tells stories, and then he does like, he'll put pictures on Instagram of himself like trying to make blacksmith noises with like an axe and a piece of pipe. It's like, so good. So his his stories are even more produced, and that was pretty well produced. Um, that story was was amazing. Well, by that's, the way, yeah, if you didn't listen to it, listen to it because that was really good. 
that would be Anne Fox who wrote that. It, it, so the writing is Antoinette phenomenal, yeah. and then he's phenomenal at telling it. It was I a mean, great. It, it was a beautiful collaboration. It was a great matchup, and like I once I read her story, I'm like, we can't do this justice. And no, it was all I can't even imagine a lot of male you trying voices, to do that. If not all male voices, so I really a scary thought, like killer. Yeah, yeah, and like he changed the voice up for like the demon voice and the the robot and the you know so all of it. So. Everybody, go listen to that. So that wow. was like episode Creativity. 74 part two um, of uh, in October. And we had some amazing collaboration from not only from writers, but from like I'm saying, like Sean from Stories of Your and Your, which love that podcast. So distant relative, maybe. Maybe really. It's a to possibility. Me, somehow. You Sean. know what I absolutely hate is those ancestry projects. Speaking of which. When they come up for my kids in school, because yeah. it's like oh, super painful. When you have adopted kids, you're like, mm. yeah, it's like a very uncomfortable story. And so I've had to go through it twice with my daughter, where I like sat down with the teacher and like she didn't do this one, she didn't even want to do it. I'm like, mm, yeah, so here's why. And they're yeah. like, oh my god, we're gonna just drop it. She doesn't even have to do Aww. it, you know, because it's well, I'm like glad they're cool about it. Well, like, they understand, but they don't. Nobody thinks about that because it's, well, you no. know, because most families are biological for yeah. the most part. And so it's like, but it's like going back or even having to tell it's your painful. own personal story from yeah. birth. Mm-mm, not yeah. a good one if it wasn't so great up until a certain point. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, we've had to do that. So that's like I have a weird different spin on that. Well, At the like, same time, my parents are really into the ancestry thing, which is fun for me, like just on a personal level. Right. But like it's well, just hard and, I mean, for my Eventually kids. they could do an ancestry thing where it's like you guys and your mom and dad and then like their people or you know like that kind of family tree where they well, start and our family from tree is like you guys you are yeah too. you know what i mean like which well, extended yeah uh, we should just redo a new non-biological you make your own family that's what? for sure <laughs> family of choice just putting it out yes. there no it's totally true F-O-C. family of choice FOC. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of ways that goes with those initials. I'm just kidding. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I used to use that for something F-O-C. where I used to work. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, it was an old boss I had, and we used to always be like, because everybody was like a friend of my boss. And so we used to say friend, uh, friend of, of Charles. Charles. It was FOC. And I'd be like, we'd be like, who's that? An FOC. That's an FOC. FOC. We would say it like all right, the time. Right. Now you are. Like, if you showed up to something he's doing, they'll be like, oh, that's Shauna. She's an FOC. That's it. Yeah. I'm an FOC. Or he could be my FOS. Oh, my God. Friend of Shauna. Friend of Sienna. Hate friend my name. Friend of the bench. Sometimes. Bob. Just saying. Sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs> I don't hate my name, but the spelling of it and the pronunciation creates so much conflict in my life. Yeah. If I you can't. accidentally call Shauna Sienna, we understand. We understand. And it's just like it just we happens. might hate you but no, we still love you i can't hate anybody because <laughs> i i'm also somebody that reads like i read things in my mind so it's like oh, i yeah. can see that when someone phonetically meets me on email and then they see me in person and they're like siana their brain like short circuits they're yeah. like wait siana and there was this lady that called me siana and then the other day she came up to me she's like oh my god i've been calling you siana and your name is shauna and i'm so sorry and i was like it's, it's okay don't worry about it you're fine i mean like, at least she didn't call you like george or something weird like i mean i could get into that george georgie i work with the georgie it's kind of cute that's kind of fun Her, it's a girl it's kind of cool when people have like cool names like that georgie yeah okay 
Goodbye, everybody. And now and then, and then there <laughs> and was then silence. There was silence. <laughs> <laughs> and right. then the podcast stopped. So we have a snack book. Cricket, cricket. And we're going to it right now. All right. Booyah. Give me that snack book. Okay. Oh, wait. Shauna's getting a text. I'm going to narrate it. She's laughing. Oh, sorry. It's good news. <laughs> Is it good news? No, it's just jokes that me and one of my coworkers oh, like, it about, text back and forth. Is it about Hazel? So my no, dog. Because everybody knows about Hazel now. Hazel's a nonprofit a professional. And Hazel, so. Hazel, talk like Hazel. Like, Hazel's like, I really want to be on the steering committee for next year's philanthropy day. <laughs> she really. She was like bummed that we didn't take her. And then like, okay, so Edgar was at this like luncheon. A whole story. I went to today for a National Philanthropy Day because we are all fundraisers, me and my husband. And so <laughs> he texted me like in the like at the end of the event, there were like these two young girls that were like these beautiful, like young people that are raising money for like this cancer, you know, foundation. And they're like just dolls. Beautiful. They're just great kids and make you feel good about yeah. the future. And so a girl texted me, Hazel is so proud of those young philanthropists. And so I showed it to my friend at work because he and I, he's like in on the joke now. And I was like, this is what me and my husband said right? to each other. We literally life. like make our dogs talk and then joke about it like in it's, real life. It's like the best thing that I have going on on the side right now is this Hazel, like her being a nonprofit professional. Her and then Gucci with his like he's just elitist like, attitude. Yeah, he's just like rubles That's her like, other dog. Long. Yeah. <laughs> Gucci's a, a Shih Tzu who looks like he's wearing a tuxedo and uh, he has a different. He's voice. basically like part of the Downton Abbey cast or like something. <laughs> I don't know. He does not care about like working hard, but Hazel does. Yes, and she Gucci doesn't respect. Wanted though. to come to the luncheon, but she can't because she barks at everybody every day and tried to bite your son again. Apparently, the other night. Oh but yeah, yeah. She has a love hate relationship with Logan, where he'll like drop. She has food. a love hate relationship with people <laughs> in general, except for us. And her like well, he's littler, so it's like for the nonprofit. I think it's world. just a little bit weird. Like you're close to the ground, you look like a human. No, and then they get all crazy, and, and she gets all stressed out, laughing. And... Yeah. Well, he's gonna cause drama about Hazel every time he sees her, pretty for much the next for... few years. And then one day they will be friends. One day they're gonna be like fine, like when he's like eight years old. But we got like three years to go, so. <sighs> Three years, just, like yeah. four years. Oh, he's almost Three. five. He's gonna be five in January. I feel like he's what? already five. He's so big now. Oh, so anyways, okay, snack, snack book. Sorry, book has so, nothing to do with his. I don't own. even know why I started talking about that because I got a text. Okay, okay, so we have a Lay's. Okay, do you guys remember that Lay's comes out with these weird chips that are like funky flavors, like baked potato yes, flavor, they do. or like. Pizza flavor. I don't know. They can't. I, pickle, I feel like there was a weird, pickle flavored one. Yeah, pickle. I don't know. We've done some of them and I can't remember which ones we've done right either. now. But I know we have because we're like, this is hilarious. And so it yeah. seems like it's like a contest or something. Like people submit Flavors. like ideas. So this like one. Lays and MM. We're here for you. Yeah, for right. All Lays. Your flavors. Hello. We're like totally promoting you. So this is grilled cheese and tomato soup. Like, how do you make a chip taste like that? I don't that? know. And we're trying it live with you all right now. We're going to crunch this shit. We're going to crunch it. Oh, my God. It kind of tastes like It that. tastes like tomato soup. It tastes like tomato soup. It doesn't taste like grilled cheese. It tastes like a cheesy chip that you dipped in your tomato soup. Wow. Yeah. It's almost like the egg chips. Maybe I'm thinking of the egg chips. The egg chips were fun. They were not Lay's. 
They were perfect, though. They taste like a they fried egg. They tasted like a fried egg. That was so weird. This one is like pretty. It's Those are from good. like Cost Plus. Lay's, I feel like you could find these like at the grocery store or something. Yeah, right? I got them at like, I don't even know. I just saw it and I picked it up. I don't even remember what store Please I was at. again. But it tastes like tomato soup. 100% it definitely though. tastes like Campbell's tomato soup. Yeah. It totally has that flavor. It does. You guys. This well is actually kind of good. Well done, Lay's. There's no fun description, which is totally bumming me out. Like, I don't know the history. Hey, it's like, on a cold day, yeah. you when, curl up with a book yeah. and some tomato soup. And a grilled cheese sandwich. It just says rich, cheesy, crispy. I'm like, well, they They were like, let's go, let's go minimal on this shit. I know. They didn't even, like, explain why it was cool. Because they're like, grilled cheese and tomato soup, it speaks for itself. Done. They're Drop like chip. Yeah, they're like, what are you, un-American? Don't you know what a grilled cheese and tomato soup tastes like? They're not bad. Campbell's tomato soup, I particularly. Mean, you've got to like, you've got to like like a cheesy Pringle or a cheesy flavor chip, and then a tomato f- taste. Like, <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> that was like so dramatic. Yeah, you're like, you have to like it. You do. All right, so I want you to talk for a minute about the fact that we were just. You know, talking oh, about Dave Grohl. So the last podcast we did, yeah, we were talking about how Shauna, or one of the last ones in October, we were talking Recently. about randomly about oh, because Shauna was going to talk about Nick Kroll, and, and I said, I said, oh, Dave Kroll from the Foo Fighters, and then we like turned off the mics for a second. And she went, <laughs> "Do you mean Dave Grohl?" <laughs> and then we like recreated it for you all because it was so dumb. And I was like, "Yes, Dave Grohl." And then Shauna told it out her story about how she's met him like four times three times i haven't met him but i've seen you've been in like an elevator with him like blah 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 right so then i'm going to the adobe max conference and adobe does like creative cloud and photoshop and all that stuff and it was pretty do you guys know what adobe is because you need it for everything you do so adobe's doing some great things by the way and at the super con- cool at the convention center so you basically watch like two football fields to get to any workshops which was interesting because it turns out i have a fractured foot which i found out yesterday which is like <laughs> on my left foot right now my foot is i have a stress fracture on my oh my foot. god full circle i know so i was talking about the actress that was in my left foot my left foot oh what what and my even, left foot is fucked up i too. did not even remember although that. i cannot eat tomato soup with my left foot like (laughs) you can't do all the things that daniel day lewis could do with his left foot that was and that sounds raunchy but it's not (laughs) go back and watch the movie that movie was like the first time i like so was in love with daniel day lewis like and and you wouldn't say that about that character but like that his acting in that movie was amazing remember like it was no and then he came to the oscars and he had this beautiful long hair yeah and you were like that's the guy that yeah. was in my left foot. Yeah, it was crazy. And he was like... And then he was in Last of the Mohicans. No, and then we were all in love with him from then on. Yeah. And I might much. still be in love with him. A little him. bit. So anyways, my left foot, broken. But um, sorry. just from being around, walking and trying to exercise, apparently you can break your foot. So be careful <laughs> in the world, people. Just don't... Don't do too much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do, do whatever you need You know you, you have do. that inclination to stay inside and just put your feet up and watch Walking Dead for 10 hours. Just do that. It's safer. Let me just tell you that I watched the entire season of Cobra Kai. The you second season. Yeah. Okay. So, that, so there's behind. something to be said for that. Okay. Go ahead. Tell your story. I'm sorry. Oh, I keep so, Okay. So the second day of Adobe Max, the keynote speakers were um, 
Billie Eilish and this cool artist, this Japanese artist she works with. And it was like all creative voices must be heard. So it was all different creatives. So M. Night Shyamalan, which of course I was super excited to see. We love him. And I saw him in another breakout too. And it was like great. But then did the you last... get to talk to him? No. Were you like, hey, M. Night Shyamalan? No. I got his book, we though. make fun of your name, which is unfortunate because no. you're amazing. I found okay. out a coworker went to like college with him or something. So yeah, randomly. Intro. Okay. So, anyway. anyways, I know, right? I'm like, can we like get to? <laughs> I'm all, except I lives, liked the village, and in, nobody liked the village except me. So he lives I'm in your best friend. He doesn't live in L. A. Like <sighs> he's like his own little like person like fucking what was that show that we loved that like didn't keep going um wayward pines god damn it that show was so good that was his thing wasn't it it was was like he was like a producer he was a producer on it i think he had some ideas god damn it wayward pines and then it ended without like letting us know it it ended with an amazing cliffhanger of evolution and goodbye if you want to be sad about a show not continuing but have a good experience watch those seasons that are on like they're worth it yeah even if you get bummed it's kind of like the 4400 or whatever where it was like such a good show and then it just stopped and that guy went on to win an Oscar, know, whatever. Seriously. Also true detective. Okay, okay. keep going. So Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Billie was Eilish first. My daughter almost like <laughs> fell over when I she found out that you saw her. Um, and then, yeah, and then Dave Grohl was the last speaker. What? And the, the CEO of Adobe was interviewing him and she's like, is it okay to talk about Nirvana? Are you okay with that? And he was like, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Like, what's your problem? He's all, what do you like, mean? It was it like, was a huge, I don't know, launched my career. She made it super weird. I, he's like, I talk about it literally all the like time. Like, every day of my life. Yeah. So, and then at the end, she did kind of an after studio thing with him. Where she was like, I'll say a word and you say something. And she goes, Dave Grohl. And he was like, he's like deaf in the ear she was talking to. So he's like, this is my bad ear. Say it again. Is he really deaf in one of his Not ears? Not deaf, but like as this bad ear, which yeah. I'm sure from like being a musician and being playing a the drummer drums. and not having any good oh, equipment probably when he was then growing she up. She was like, I sounds like I'm pissing on her, which I am a little bit. But she was astounded that he couldn't read music. And I'm like, most musicians can't. And that's what he said. He was like, most musicians can't. Like, He's all, that's why we're amazing, because we do everything yeah, by ear. by ear. But I only have one ear now, so it's a little bit rough. It's a little bit of a Van Gogh thing going so on. Okay. her last word to him was Dave Grohl. And he goes, oh, he, I'm sorry, I like forgot. I know, I'm all, what happened? He goes, spaz. <laughs> And it was like perfect because he is kind of a spaz. Like he's a little spazzy and funny. And he has like a 13 year old who I guess she can sing really well. And he's like, I'm watching her on like the path to being a musician. And like she can do everything by ear. Like when she was like four, she could like copy everybody's accents. Oh, like Australian, British, whatever, cool and her. do them really well. And she, he she goes, we should have her on our I podcast. I know, right? I was thinking that. I'm like, I didn't get that, Gene. Thanks, Dad. And oh my God. Uh, no, and then he was like, so now she can sing like anybody she hears. But now it's about finding what does she sound like? What is her voice? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it was but doesn't he also talk. have like a recording studio or something that he does? Oh, he he. Saved a soundboard from a famous recording studio and did a documentary. Yes, about it. I was gonna say yeah. I remember seeing something about yeah. that before. And then his mom and also like, wrote a book. Um, she would go on tour with him, and he's like, I'd like catch her in the green room, like drinking with Green Day, and like hanging out, <laughs> like in the dressing room. And and he, she was like, Where are all the other moms? 
Like, why am I the only mom on tour? And so she went around and like interviewed a bunch of musicians' moms and wrote oh a book God, about it. That is yeah. so cool. So I kind of will look that up and read that. Oh, like, that's just fun. about her experience, like from the mom perspective. This is cool. But he was saying that like a lot of things that she found out about people's upbringing is like similar to like how he was as a kid or how he was as a musician. And when he wanted to play the drums, he didn't have a drum set. He just stacked pillows up <gasps> and put on Tool or no, not Tool, Rush. Rush and Rush. listen to like Look the same song old we all are. over and over again on the pillows until you like got the drum beat. And I was telling my daughter, I'm like, you don't need drum lessons. You have a fucking drum kit. Let's put on some music and just play. Like you until should you play get. her Teen Spirit and see yeah. what she does. Oh, I know. I have. I played her different things, and I'm like, <laughs> we gotta do this. <laughs> oh no, here goes Shauna. I don't know. But I don't know why I love that song as I've gotten older, which is so weird. But anyway, I love that song. I loved it when Tori Amos covered it in concert acapella was, on the piano. And did it slowly. It was really pretty. Anyways, oh, so I have a bunch of fun stickers for our sticker wall, which I don't know if you noticed. I like made a sticker wall. Well, I noticed that you put up the my karma run over your dogma oh, yeah, I put one, some and I didn't realize because we had all these bumper stickers from like this weird art installation <laughs> yeah, that we kind of yeah. did a long time ago. I put a couple of them up actually. I d- yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice it was right next to me here. Yeah. So I have all these weird stickers Aww. that were hanging around the office. So I just fun. started putting them on the side of our our snack cabinet this is the best so you now guys. i have some more like uh you know like adobe stickers to put up there and stuff so this is really fun i'm just it's super at fun it and if you want to give us right a now. sticker for our sticker wall just slide if in you want to be part of the sticker hall of fame which is slowly growing <laughs> in the podcast room here slash trisha's craft room slash where her daughter does her homework <laughs> Speaking of which, we have a special guest today. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. We should do that next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> we have a special guest, and her name is Elise. Yes. And you've heard her before because she is a great little, like, co-host for us. <laughs> Another co-host. She's an aspiring podcaster. She likes to call our podcast the broadcast. She never calls it a podcast. <laughs> which is it's so always, funny. are you doing the broadcast? I want to be, and then and then she as always she, she came doing in it live. She was super hype and she was like at one point she's she's like, Is this live? Yeah. She was super hype about it and because we recorded this earlier before her bedtime. So yeah. just like to like be real about yeah. it. So and then of course Trisha's son she, she's nine. wanted to be on the broadcast. Yes. And he could not. We had to make him leave. And that was not good for there him. There was a lot of screaming. There was a okay. lot of screaming. He also wanted pie and candy and Last all sorts of. Last night I heard the screaming. <laughs> it was really rough. <laughs> My father punched me in the eye. Yeah, I was like, you need to not punch people when you're mad about not getting pie. Okay, but uh, although maybe all of us would do that, so maybe I should. Shauna has seen like the true colors of my son. Well, and he he did get some pie. It's <laughs> just funny. Like <laughs> I went to like a barbecue with my with my family this weekend, my aunts and cousins, and that was like, what can pie. I bring? And they were like, can you bring a pie? And I'm like, Thanksgiving is like around the corner, and it was like, oh, Uncle Bo likes pie. Can you bring a pie? People It'd be like fun. Pie. I, I'm like, I never would have thought to make a pie. I would made brownies or cookies or something. And then um, I made a French silk pie, which is like my mom's recipe, and it was super good. And uh, so 
I used to make that for Edgar, but you, I think you taught me how to make it though. Yeah. Probably with that recipe. And we didn't have a good mixer. And let me just tell you that making a French silk pie, we had a hand mixer back in like freaking the 90s. Yep. I think I still have it. Okay, everybody. This (laughs) is the 90s when there was only a hand mixer in our lives before we had KitchenAid and we got married. Until they were in marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were like, register for it was $200. Nobody can do that. So, we had a hand mixer and it was like when I was like young and in love and it was like Edgar likes French silk, wait, French silk pie? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah, French silk pie. And so you're like, I know how to make it. And then I was like whipping it for like yeah, four years with a hand mixer. Each cold oh egg God. one at a time. It's like a basically like a mousse and you have to really it's like like a mousse, yeah. mix it specifically. Like you, nothing can be too hot or too much under mixed or I was whatever. into that and making cheesecake for a minute there. Yeah. And one day you were like running after him with a cheesecake because like he forgot it. This, this is leftover cheesecake. This was a long time ago. Because he was leaving for like. No, I'd, I'd made yeah. one for his family. Oh, this is when I was trying him. to get in good with my in-laws before they Why were my in-laws. I run after him with it? I don't know. Like I like went and like took a shower or like went and did something else. Or, oh. And then you were like the cheesecake and you like <laughs> grabbed it from the fridge and like because you noticed that he hadn't taken it yeah. and like i had already said goodbye and he was like walking out to his car and i like went and cried or i don't know what i did because <laughs> we used to love each other so much i mean we still do but this was when we couldn't live together <laughs> so like it was different and yeah that was young love young love young love and cheesecake and french silk pie i mean and that is the full circle of dave Grohl. And the snack book. It's the full (laughs) circle of everything. And we are now going to introduce Elise. Circle of life. Which is Trisha's daughter, who's super badass. Talk about circle of life. And she's going to tell us about something really important. And you need to listen because she's very smart. So listen. Hello. Right now we have a guest on the bench, a little girl that we call Elise. Say hello to the people. Hello. Make sure you talk into the mic, okay? Hello. So Elise is here because there's something special about November, and she wanted to share that with you all. Um, hi. Actually, I already said hi like about three times. So tell us what November is. November is Epilepsy Awareness Month. Epilepsy Awareness Month. Yes, and what does that mean? That means people with that means people with epilepsy is they're celebrated kinda. Uh huh. With their family, family members, and so on, or friends. And there's also a place people can go to learn more information about epilepsy. Yes, epilepsy.com. Um, That'll take you to the Epilepsy Foundation where you can... What can you do on that website? You can search up epilepsy. Um, a, what, y- what you can do if a seizure actually happens to somebody. And, yeah. And you can also donate to the yes, foundation. Yes, you can donate to the foundation. And that helps with research. And exactly that. Donating to an organization like epilepsy.com will help the Epilepsy Foundation, um, you know, give more funds to scientists so that they can help find medicines and hopefully a cure someday to epilepsy. So that's really important. 
Do you want to talk a little bit about why epilepsy is important to you? It's not really important. It's more it's more of my enemy instead. Oh. But but we usually but I kind of think of it as not a superpower, but you know Vanellope from Wreck It Ralph. Okay. I think of it like that because you think of your epilepsy like yeah, like Vanellope from Wreck It Ralph. Okay. Yeah, because when I get sad, emotional, excited, or angry, seizures kind of start happening. You have seizures. Yeah, seizures. And can you tell us about, remember we were talking earlier about what kind of seizures you have that are different, they're all different? Yeah. There's four kinds, right? There's a couple kinds of seizures. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple kinds of seizures. I don't know them all, but I know a few. About Talk about what you have. Okay, so I have epilepsy. Why did I start with epilepsy? Um, absence seizures. And that's basically when you daze off and... What yeah. does it look like when you have that? Do you it's shake? Like, do you fall down? No, I don't do that. I usually just stand in a place. Sometimes I walk or fiddle my fingers. Mm-hmm. And the doctor actually consi- considers that as rare. Mm-hmm. So when... So when I have them, it seems like I'm normal, but I'm just not talking. Sometimes I sing, sometimes I mumble. Do you, Can you hear or see when you have a seizure? I can't taste either. You can't taste? You can't taste. Oh, no. <laughs> so let me ask you this question. What What's it like for you? Do you, you don't remember what happens, or how does it feel for you when you have one of these absence seizures? Sometimes when people don't know that I have epilepsy and I have a seizure, and they sometimes get mad at me if they're asking something, I kind of feel sad inside, and it kind of starts more seizures. Do they think you are ignoring them? Of course they do. And then that makes you stressed, which makes more seizures. Yeah, it, it actually does. Yeah. But I know that I can talk to them and they will understand. And one time when I had to do a presentation of my class, and also there's this funny story um, where I'm not the one where you do, when I did do two things. Okay. Okay, so that's a different story. My mom, <laughs> my mom is the host and my Nina is the... Is co-host, co-host, and that's what I'm talking to. Um, um, and so, so there was a bumblebee on my back at school. At school, and I was in third grade. Right now, I'm in fourth. Okay, and um, so and I uh, and I had a seizure during that, and we didn't know I had epilepsy, and when I woke up, everybody was yelling at me. I had no idea what was happening, and I started crying like crazy. And they were just trying to tell you there's a bee on you, but you didn't know why they were screaming at yes, you. Yes, I woke up. Did you get stung by the bee? No, I didn't get stung. Good. That's okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I did. But I after didn't. we told the class about having epilepsy, they understood why she didn't react to having a bee on her. Mm-hmm. They thought she was just being super chill about it and they were like why aren't you running away or like very brave maybe yeah <laughs> super wow. brave I mean, like she's not afraid of bees good for her i got stung by a wo- a yellow jacket once aka a wasp aka <laughs> <laughs> on well, your belly really 
at camp, a summer camp. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Bad news. It's worse. It's gonna be, but <laughs> I didn't die. I'm right here, <laughs> people. So yeah. <laughs> I get my hilariousness from my mom. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, thank you. <laughs> I told her since we're award-winning, you know, comedy podcast. This is a trophy. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> it is gen- she asked me one day if it was genetic to be funny, and I'm like, I of think, course it is. Yeah, I think so. I think a, you got it. Your Nina and I are no. both funny, so there you go. Well, I don't think it's that. I'm also, I like science, too, and I hope to find a cure for epilepsy someday. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so cool. That's a good goal. Absolutely. And so everybody uh, that's listening right now, please go to epilepsy.com and check it out and donate and learn how to help others. You can volunteer. There's tons of things you can do to yep. find out more about how you can get involved. All kinds of information, too, as far as how to react when you see somebody having a seizure. And there's, like we've learned with Elise, there's so many different kinds of seizures. They're not always like the dramatic sort of. I don't know what we picture when you see on TV, like shaking, convulsing on the ground. Sometimes it's just a different kind of seizure. Yeah, it's where you fall, shake on the ground, and you're unconscious. Yeah, there's also one that you have two in your life, and they are the worst. Either one or two, maybe three. Like a grand mal, and you can die from it. You know, Flojo, she was the fastest woman. She died from epilepsy. When what I just said. The one that you can die from. Um, she had that. I started crying when my mom said that to me. Yeah, we just learned about um, Flojo and in, in the book you gave us, actually. And we were like, why did she die at 38? And I didn't remember why. It was in the 90s. And we looked it up, and it turned out she had epilepsy. It went undiagnosed, and she had a big seizure one day and passed away. So we got really upset about that because... I didn't know that. Did you remember that at all? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, because that, that she yeah. was like, "Where is she now?" I'm like, "I don't know." Like, yeah, I, I was well, like, "Where is she?" She don't always know what happens the rest of their life. You don't. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. She's, she's the part. fastest woman. She's famous, and she died from epilepsy. And I didn't know that it was possible that you can be famous with a type of seizure, since it's mm. so rare. Since it's it's not rare, but it's rare. I'm, I'm having trouble with my voice. With your arse. Well, with my rare arse. It's kind hard, of a hard it's word. It's a hard word. It's, yeah. Can you say it for me? Rare. It's, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that. Your mom can't say certain words, it's too. Rare. So. It's rare. Juster, guster. It's rare. It's rare. Rare. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not very common. It's not common. It's not, it's not common. <laughs> cancer is more common than epilepsy. Right. That's why cancer is more of a thing than epilepsy. People know more about it, People usually. People know more about it. I went to a fair with my mom. They had this cancer awareness one. I look for an epilepsy awareness one, and I see no one. I'm just like, damn it. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right. that's why this is really important and we thank you for joining us today at least because sharing. you know telling people about these things is so important and you know now everybody that listens to our show knows somebody that has epilepsy and that's you so yeah. that right there is going to change you're that. educating people you know the person that you listen to every day that is my mother <laughs> 
Well, maybe not every day, but, that, you know. Yeah, people are loving this. <laughs> like, you have no idea. All right, thank you. Thank you for coming to see us and talk to us. Now you can go into your house. <laughs> <laughs> now go back into your house and go to bed. <laughs> All right. All right. From life on a farm in rural Australia, where wide open spaces made a young woman yearn to know what was beyond her country town. She moved to the city, became a mother, and found her dream career, which took her across the world. But still, something's missing. In her search for love, she traveled far, trusted deeply. She wanted so badly to find someone that she almost lost herself in the process and learned some hard lessons along the way. Fool Me Twice, a new memoir by Jules Hannaford. Available on Amazon. So that was Elise. Yes. She's a force to be reckoned with. She is my very brave daughter dealing with something that has been hard. It has sucked. And like epilepsy is funny because it it changes as you change as you grow and so we've had different you know stages and different kinds of medication and different things she's dealt with and one day she's like it feels like a video game and we keep hitting another level and it just keeps getting harder Mm -hmm. and and i'm like well maybe the final level is when we get to you know win and like it'll fucking go away and she's like damn it yes yeah like she's all Damn it. I know she had to like throw a little like grown up word in there. Like she's got us. She she's all, I'm gonna to go play the drums after I say to, damn it. She wanted to sit in here and, and watch us do the whole broadcast because yeah. she just wants to do it so bad. Like but, but she's she's a natural. I mean <laughs> she's all I'm hilarious because my mom's I know. <laughs> she's like, I can see the trophy. She asked me if it was genetic once, and I was like, Of course it is. <laughs> she's always been pretty funny, funny since she was oh, little. Yeah, no, I mean, I've was, always found her very she's humorous. Been quirky <laughs> from the very beginning. Like, it, like I always wanted. Okay, well, I didn't always want kids, but then when I did, I wanted the kind of kid that would wear like rain boots for two weeks and like mismatched clothes. And I totally no, like twelve got, different patterns. I got that. Kid. It was like stressing me out. I'm she all wore so like many patterns. plaid pants and like a striped <laughs> skirt and a polka dot top and like. <laughs> purple rain boots and like and that's what i got and she's <laughs> she's cool. that kid she's still that kid she still wears patterns that do not go together at all you know she's, she's just, like this she's has doing blue her thing. and this has blue one's paint splattered and one's a heart pattern <laughs> but sometimes she comes up with stuff and i'm like now that you mention it does kind of match you're all that may be high fashion we just don't know we don't know i know it's like really cool uh, anyways so we, i do have one announcement <clears throat> if you are i'm gonna lose my voice right now don't get choked <clears throat> up trisha is it the tomato too many soup chips? chips they're so good though i just put like a handful of them in my mouth right now then <laughs> i had to wait mouth. okay so our podcast friend christine blackburn that we met at the outlier festival has a little game show called Story Smash that she does at the Hollywood Improv once a month. And I know we mentioned this back in September because I was like on a little sample of her show at the, at the festival. festival. Yeah. yeah. So she asked me to be on her show and I thought she meant her podcast, but turns out she wants me to go to the Hollywood Improv and actually do Story Smash. You're fine. With like legit like 
You're legit. What? I don't know why you're like in the midst of that. You were somehow not legit. One of the judges is Danny Zucker, the producer of Modern Family. So you're funny. It's going to be fine. He also wrote a book called He Started It about his Twitter war with Trump. Like he's pretty famous. Well, who cares? What "Ah, matters is that you're funny. I'm not even going to look up the other people on the list. Let me just tell you that Trisha's the only picture in this little lineup that actually looks like she's funny. (laughs) Everyone else looks like very like pretty and serious. And then Trisha's like (laughs) mouth open. Well, I'll I'll put I'll push this out on Twitter and stuff and I'll put a link in the show notes. But no, it became my quest the other day to make you a cool headshot. You did. I did like 10 versions of it, it in black and white. Because all like, of our pictures are together with us. So you had to, yeah, do I had to cut splicing. myself out. So anyways, if you're in Hollywood or L.A. area on November 23rd, which is a Saturday night, come to the Hollywood Improv. It's Saturday at 7 o'clock. Night. The show's Saturday about an night. hour and 15 minutes, so it's not a huge time commitment. There's drinks and funny, funny people and Larry me. ensues so Ashana will be in the audience hopefully screaming out the best topics when it yeah, lands you better tell me what on the audience okay. um, not so- day of reckoning <laughs> although maybe you'll have a good day of reckoning story <laughs> now you get you prep that just in case so tickets are- maybe I can be a plant I'll be like day of reckoning Tickets are $10 in advance, $13 at the door, and there's a promo code you can use, DPROMSTORY, and um, I will put that in the show notes, too, to get a discount. So Hey, you guys, Trisha's like famous because she's going to be at the Hollywood me. Improv. <laughs> hey, I'll be at the Hollywood Improv on Saturday night. See me. I never thought I'd say that, like, ever. I know. <laughs> It's so cool. I love it. I think we're like on the little stage. I think there's more than one Whatever. stage it's there. The, but the still little. a Hollywood improv. <laughs> it's like a very short stage. And now I have like a cast on my leg. So I have to like wear that. So I look like half a stormtrooper. So hopefully I'll be able to work that in. Hopefully into my you'll get Star comedy. Wars is like your joke. <laughs> You're all, I'm half a stormtrooper. The know. end. And they're like, that was an amazing story. I don't know what that story would be, except I'd be like... We start prepping stories for Trisha, and then she doesn't ever get those <laughs> nope. categories. Nope. I still have a couple <laughs> in my pocket I didn't use from before, but I'm going to have to like go through all those categories because I'm nervous. You're good at improv. You'll be fine. Uh, so anyways, <laughs> come and see me freak out on stage and um, some other funny comedians. And Christine Blackburn, her show... Um, Story Smash actually plays episodes from the Hollywood Improv, and then she also interviews like amazing people and has them tell stories. And she did one of our candy things where she yeah, talked she about was on her, her, show and her yeah, her and her family and them dividing candy up and yep. stuff. It was great. Yep, and she's got another podcast called Screwed Up Stories where she just uh, interviews women. They've got like over 150 episodes or something where they've because uh, every woman has a screwed up story of some kind. <laughs> And I'm sure men do too, but her show is woman-focused. No, which whatever. Like. All yeah. of our stories are more screwed up. So Everything's um, twice as hard for us. Sorry, everybody. I'm, I said it. Okay? Yeah, there. you can say I it. I said it. Yep. She. Uh, so listen to that show too. If you're looking for a different podcast to listen to that's funny and not about true crime, those are good ones. <laughs> Um, not that we don't like the true crime we still like it because we do I'm just saying sometimes you need a little rinse off from, god like, I started listening to Homicide Hunter I'm like oh, culpable yeah I hadn't heard it maybe you told me to listen to it or maybe I heard it on Paranormal Chicks I, think it wasn't, I heard it somewhere it was an ad on somebody else 
mentioned it. I've heard it mentioned on it. other yeah. podcasts, and I finally listened to it, and it is like a jacked up story. So uh, that's a good one if you feel like that. But also, okay, side note, side bench. There's this cool show on TV, like on some channel that I can't remember which one it is. Shall remain nameless. From one of the major networks. And I started watching it on demand called Evil. Oh, Have you I seen saw, this? No, but I, no, I saw the show. Just go watch Is it. Is it really good? Yeah, it's good. Oh, it looks good. I it's saw like, like a commercial for it's it. It's cool because it's about this lady who's like a psychologist, psychiatrist, and I, I can't remember which one. And a guy that's like works for like, he's like training to be a priest. He's a very handsome man. Mm-hmm. So that we're like not sure about him being a priest. But anyway, and then this guy that used to be on Lost, one of the like main kind of bad guys from uh-huh. Lost, you'll recognize him if you see him. I don't know his name. I'm not really representing that well right now. But anyway, and Asif Manvi, who used to be on The Daily Show. Oh. So the three of them, the actor? handsome guy, Asif Manvi, and yeah, I heard a whole interesting like story i think i was on wtf about his like background and stuff he was total actor like for sure and then just landed the like daily show thing but he's a main character and they're basically trying to either put forward or debunk like miracles or exorcisms Ooh, i love that already so they're like basically being contracted by the catholic church to like come in as like the three of them where he's like the tech one that's like oh that's somebody like manufacturing a voice and like putting right, it through an right. echo dot and like doing like whatever you know right. and it's not a real haunting or right. like a real like demon or something right and then she's doing a psychological evaluation of the person and then the other guy is like the miracle guy he's like trying to be a priest or whatever so the three of them go in and they like investigate like somebody that's doing like prophecies somebody that's like possessed that needs an exorcism but it's all fiction though right yeah no it's it no it's not real i mean but it's so good i love it it's awesome have you watched castle rock this second season yeah i'm like right (sighs) along with you on it i'm like right up to the episodes so good so holly um hollywood um la la not so confidential just an episode on killer nurses Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard it yet. It's their. I think it's their latest episode, like last week. Yeah, there's a and lot of those. Doctor Scott and Doctor Shiloh like go through like some psychological too. And there's a lot of stories, but Annie Wilkes comes up a lot because the fictionalized version of what she misery. was doing, which yeah. is misery. But that's this is the but backstory. A of lot misery. of it. Yeah, though Doctor so Scott good. talked about it a lot, and I'm like, I'm right here with you. I could hear like the anticipation in his voice because like as it gets to more and more into her story, when you start to realize, it's and her. the town story too. It's such a good. Oh, if you like Stephen King, shout out to uh, Mel Brooks Brook Reading Pod. Um, it is so good. It is so good. Tim Robbins, you guys. I know. Shut up. Hello. It's a great show. It's really good. So anyways, so that was our TV corner on Wait, the bench. Tim Robbins? Yeah, Tim Robbins. Oh, okay. From Shawshank. And, Just yeah. now I thought I said Tim Curry. Nope. And I'm like, that's a different nope. person. Nope. That's the but Rocky when I Horror said it, Picture Show. I was like, wait, did I say Tim Curry? I meant Tim I'm Robbins. I'm just a sweet trans yeah, That was a whole different <laughs> thing that happened in my brain right now. And I got like really confused. I was like, wait a minute. Did I say the wrong person? Well, I this, meant Shawshank, this, Tim Robbins. This whole episode wrap up has just been like Trisha and Shauna's like month in review of TV podcast. Come on, you guys. You know what? While we're at it, I'm just going to say it. There okay. is Hong Kong Confidential. Um, Jules Hannaford has a new podcast based on her book called Fool Me Twice about being scammed on a dating site. Oh. And they're only on episode three. And her daughter and her put this show together. 
they have Dr. Scott on, and I think Dr. Oh. Shiloh as well, to analyze the situation between like ghosting and faking to be somebody else who like you're catfishing not. catfishing and catfishing. all that shit. Yeah, yeah catfishing is what's called. So um, listen to her show. It's so good. So that, that was just like cool. major shout outs for a couple podcasts here on this episode. A couple. <laughs> I don't know what accent that is. Or you where just that added came from. a letter to that a word quibble. that wasn't there before. <laughs> has no idea what's going on. A W fell out of the sky. I just got excited because every time a new one comes out, I like tweeted her. I'm like, I need more. I want to hear oh, the whole I need story. To hear it. I'm and like, her book's on Amazon. It's called Fool Me Twice. So her book must be super guided, which I need to get that too because I can't get enough of the story. It's so, it's horrible what happened. And and but they have other people too who come on and talk about their experience, like. I sent this guy money or I believed in this person mm. and like got scammed and so just sad. all kinds of shitty, shitty shit things. But like it's so enthralling. It's to interesting. To. Yeah, for sure. I but, also started listening to like, I don't know, it's like season five of Uncover. Yeah. Have you heard that one? No, I've not yet. The, oh. I have it like in my queue. There's no, one. like, Wi-Fi at my work, so I've started, like, downloading podcasts to my phone. And so now I your phone is like, there. I have no more memory. Yeah, my phone's like, stop it. <laughs> but that's another story. Okay, so this has been okay, your Thank TV you. moment. You've also learned about other podcasts. You've podcasts. also learned about epilepsy, so go epilepsy. to that website again. And comedy. Donate. <laughs> and what? And comedy. And oh, improv. and comedy and improv. <laughs> This has been very educational. A lot of things have happened. The freaking writing prompt for September. That's what I was going to do. There's a writing prompt for. Okay, wait. Did you say September? I did. (laughs) We're going to go back in time. It's not September. It's for November. Holy shit. And And you made this one up. I texted it to you like. Uh, So we text each other about 200 times a day. So if you have to go back and find a text. I'm trying to find it. It's going to be like a thousand where I'm like. I'm getting closer. Or whatever. And then it's like 12. It's just like a bunch of pictures of your daughter. Her birthday. The delicious gluten free cake I made. Oh my God. Trisha. Okay. My daughter just turned 13. So everybody. She's a teenager. ah, Yeah. Watch out. Me, I said to myself, (laughs) Trisha's such a nice Thea. She like made a cake and got her a ukulele and taught her how to play it. Trisha's nice. It was fun. And we're going to learn some Christmas songs together. And then maybe we'll do a little Christmas song. Do a little ditty. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. For the writing prompt. Writing prompt. Okay. This is for November. For a write club. For a write club. Get into it, everybody. Drum roll. Three minutes, no more than 250 words. I can't do a drum roll. And let's make it do, <laughs> let's make it do by. Just kidding. Yeah, I was to say the 23rd, so it'll be the week of Thanksgiving. That episode will come out like that week. So if it's due by the 20, let's say the 22nd. So you have two-ish weeks. November week. 22nd, get it together. Yeah. Here's the prompt. Go, Trisha. Sorry. Okay. I walked in. The whole family was there. What could go wrong? (laughs) That's so good. I love it. I made it up one day. And let me just tell you, I can't wait to see all the weird things that come out of that. Right? No, I mean, like, it could be like, I'm not even going to say because people will come up with stuff. I just thought of a weird idea and it was like, hopefully, no, I'm going to write my own. I just came up with an idea right now. Write it to now and write it to now. Write it tonight and date it. Write it tonight. Tonight. Okay. 
That's it, everybody. All right, keep writing. Keep snacking. Bye. Bye. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Girl sitting next to me. Test, Never test. seen her before in my life. Okay, good. Grilled cheese and tomato soup chips. My left foot. Epilepsy Awareness Month. I like the nightlife. I like to boogie. I like to improv and I don't know what I'll say. <laughs> I totally screwed that up. I couldn't not say boogie.